The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to Sisters Speak. You're here with me, Mariam. And here with me, Sonia. And welcome to Sisters Speak. Today we'll be speaking about two of my favourite topics, which will be integrity and introspection. I think it's been quite a while since we talked about introspection and having reflections. Um, But before we do that, Sonia, what is our show about? Our show is a platform for young girls, young Muslim girls on this show, to just talk about current affairs, things that affect them. Um, That could be from social media. We spoke about um, cultures and just any topic that's on our mind. And I just want to say that any opinions and thoughts that we share only reflect our own opinions. And we also... I forgot the next bit of the disclaimer. <laughs> we respect all, all other opposing views. All similar views, yeah. Yes, so, and if they want to join in the discussion, how can they do that? So you can DM us or message us on Instagram, which is at Sisters Speak. You can also WhatsApp on 0779481822. And we are also on Facebook Live right now. So do join the discussion. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm going to delve right into the main crux of the show, which is... Um, Actually, no, first we're going to do the segment, Thought of the Week. It's been a while, and um, I'm just really happy that Sonia's back. So for those who don't know, Sonia hasn't been here for a while, so I'm very excited to have her back. Because she was making a film. She was... Just, <laughs> I wasn't just slacking off. No, 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 that, I was coming to that. <laughs> she was producing a film um, about Luten, which will be released soon yeah, to the public. Inshallah. Obviously, I will tell everyone. When so those somewhere. details will come up later, um, all for a good cause, but I did miss her dearly, and I think the show did miss her as well and her carries charisma so it's really nice to have you back um and on that note i would like to ask you what is your thought of the week so for that for those who don't know thought of the week is a segment where we share something insightful something that we've been thinking about or just a personal anecdote okay so my thought of the week is very silly and random because the reason why it's silly and random is because i feel like at work, at home and everywhere in life right now, everything's really serious because it just generally is in the state of current affairs. Like, mm-hmm. you, there's, you know, you just have to be alert and switched on and you should be. You mm-hmm. absolutely should be. Um, so, But my thought of the week is so far away from that because I started to think, and I said this last week as well, what do I do for myself to give myself space, time, which is kind of what our show is going to be about today as well. And one of the things is make tea for myself. And I know Mariam is smiling because you just have, you're having tea right now as we speak because it makes you, I don't know, it makes you feel calm, gives you comfort, whatever it is. And I think it's good for people to have something like that. And everyone should have a thing. Everyone should have a thing. I know like one of my work colleagues, he will say, um, binge watch a Netflix show or whatever it is. Or someone that says, go for a drive. Um, as long as it's healthy and not unhealthy and like good, and then it's okay to have a th- is have a thing for yourself. So do you think tea is your thing that makes you feel... I don't know. I think I got inspired by when you had yours just now and I thought, oh yeah, I love I love a cup of tea. I don't want one now, but I do love... It's like a warm hug. That's I just I had like. a hot chocolate before I walked in as uh, well. So, okay, so tea, hot chocolate, nice a hot chocolate. beverage on a cold day. I don't know what my thing is yet. So maybe that's the thought oh. of the week. Find your thing. And I don't mean like your passion, life, this and that. It just means something that gives you that little bit of happiness and comfort boost. at the end of the day, even if it's sitting with a blanket wrapped around you for a bit. How do you know it's your thing? How are you going to explore that? How are you going to Because define? when you're, say you've been out all day, 14 mm. hours and it's just mm. raining and you're just tired and just this is one thing that you want, that's when you know what your thing is. Love that. I mm. think that for me, tea is actually that thing. It's tea for you, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> she can vouch. Well, how can you vouch? I know you. <laughs> she knows me. And I've seen you have tea here many times. And you actually know if it's good or if it's bad. It means a lot to you. <laughs> it's an important factor of your life. It's just so funny. It does mean a lot to me. And I think, and it's such a social thing as well. It can be. In, in our culture as well. It's such, oh, it's such, it's such a social thing. And uh, even recently, my dad's family came over and they all just, just designated me to make the tea. Because they just. At it. Yeah, that's probably why. But oh, we we can maybe, people in our listeners can maybe test that one day. Maybe I'll make tea for everyone. Who knows? Um, my thought of the week is um, a bit different. Um, it's probably more on the side of the show in terms of introspection and maybe integrity as well. I think those things do intercept. Um, my, my thought of the week is just having a good opinion of people and just assuming the best of someone. 
um, I think a lot of the times it's very easy to kind of fall into this trap where you just want to fall to draw to you want to go into conclusions that someone is treating you badly because they're a bad person but you actually don't contextualize it and and that's not to say you justify someone's behavior but it doesn't mean that you can characterize characterize someone so I think for me personally I have been really thinking about how can I look at my own heart and like how do I react to someone when they don't meet my needs or if they do something that is maybe even uncharacteristic of them how do I respond to that because I feel like that that foreshadows the plight of my own heart. Um, and recently I kind of experienced something where someone behaved really uncharacteristically and they completely were reticent and they were withdrawn. And I kind of saw them as someone that holds um, a lot of... I held them to a very high esteem and I saw them as someone that has very high te- integrity. However, they, what they did was just completely withdraw. And for me, it was quite hard for me to reconcile and understand why would they do such a thing. Um, I don't have access to them now, but I'm just, it, to me, that was kind of a reflection. It's very easy for me to kind of call them and, you know, multiple things. Yeah. But actually, it's very, it's actually more of my own character that to think, actually, I'm going to assume best of them because they've already shown me consistently that they're a good person. And I can so only... Do ass- you think, sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. That you're saying here is important to separate the action... And the person, even though the person announced the action, but you're saying let that not be a whole conclusion and evaluation of their character and personality. Let me not form an opinion and have bad opinions about them because of this thing. Yeah, this thing can be separate. I think it can can just be something that happened. I think them. Hundred percent. I think you should. I think characterizing someone or defining as someone based on one instance, it shouldn't be the case. I think it. It's a reflection of your own heart because you would want the same with someone else to assume the best of you. Yes. Um, and humans make mistakes. And yeah. some may argue, well, you know, if someone causes you harm or someone like hurts you, then have that conversation with them. And if you can't have that conversation, conversation, it's only you can tell and kind of ex- ascertain whether the extent of what they did to you is justifiable or not. Um, so that kind of reminds me of this um, quote or saying, which is like, you can do a hundred good things and one bad thing mm. and people remember that bad thing. But I don't like that quote because it's like, why do you only remember that remember that bad thing? Uh, depending on how severe it was and the mm. severity of it, it can be, if it's something that was a mistake and then they carry on doing good things afterwards, I feel like we've, like you said, you can't judge people on one thing that they did. And it's sad because, like you said, when you hold someone at high, high regard and a high standard and it's one drop, it's not really fair, is it? We're only human. People are going to make mistakes sometimes. Yeah. Again, it depends on the severity of the situation. 100%. But. And I think it's, it's really looking at yourself. I think for me, that's what kind of my thought of the week is, is because it's how I respond to that. It's my reaction and how I'm going to de- define the situation as opposed to what that person did. Um, because, like I said, like this person was consistently such a good person. Okay. So why would I assume the worst of them when they're only showing me good? That's very mature of you, Mariam. <laughs> okay uh, maybe i don't know it I, is mature i'm telling you because i just something that naturally would just be like oh no i hate them now and this and this and this but if you're actually taking time stepping back and thinking okay let me if, you know you're probably taking your time to think about it and not jump to conclusions that's mature you're an adult now i'm an adult today today from yeah. today mm. on the 8th of november hmm. on my mom's birthday oh Congratulations to your mum. She has given birth to an adult now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I, I think, I think recently, I, th- I feel like life, life has really humbled me. Wow. That, yeah. is, that is just the quote. That should be our quote for today's show. Life has humbled us. Us. I agree with you. Saying. Life has really humbled, humbled me because me. it's, and this is why I want to do this topic, introspection and integrity, because I feel like the more you exercise introspection and the more you think about yourself and actually the intrinsic values you have um it influences your extra uh, it influences your int- extrinsic relationships and so for me it's just thinking about okay where do i wa- how do i want to be perceived and how how am i as a person and how is people receiving me so you know, when you when you think about like your interactions with different types of groups, and your interactions are going to be different for different groups of people, and the way you're going to be received is going to be also according to those kind of groups, because your professional life, your personal life, they all have different dynamics. But I think what I've been thinking about is your core values and your principles, and how does that manifest in the way you interact? And I think that should be constant for me. Um, so, what's your thoughts on that? I love that you're thinking about that, and it's. It's something we should all think about because 
you you have to take care of these things. You have to think, how am I going to be perceived? What are my principles? I kind of hate that we have to think about that stuff because it's so long and it's like everything's a process and a journey. And this is part of being an adult, isn't it? You're not a kid anymore. You can't just do anything and say anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the principles thing really struck me because what are your morals and principles forget someone else what do you stand for what do you stand by what do you stand against that mm. that's a really good thing to have um again i do think it's a very adult thing so I, it's maybe if there's people are young that are listening maybe you're in the process of it still or not they only one year <laughs> i know i know we don't need to shout about that on the radio uh, we are similar age but even people that are way older if you're listening you should have these things written write them down i think it's really important at any stage of your life that you should be thinking about these things because the more older you get the more responsibility you have and the more older you get i think the more life challenges you will face and be confronted with and so therefore you just want to make someone's life easier why do you want to make it difficult by being a horrible person you know well there's a lot of people in this world we're mixed we're a mixed batch you can't all be the same. Can't all be yeah. good. I think it's about learning about yourself, and you know, I think it's not to deny that people don't have you know trauma and they don't have mental health um, problems, and you know, people have are justified to kind of stand up against this stuff, and that sometimes can is mis- that sometimes can be misconstrued as someone being hor- awful and horrible, but they have a full right to stand up for themselves. It's how you do it, and it's um, like, and at that point, it's not your responsibility to see how that person reacts because you have a right to stand up for yourself. But I think for me personally right now, it's just I'm more reflecting on how do I want to refine my character and I want to be more attuned to myself. Wow. That kind of also reminds me of the quote of, it's not what you say or what you do, it's how you say and how you do it. You know, if you want to stand up for yourself, if you want to put your foot down, etc., so on, do it. But it's how you do it. Because you could be perceived as the bad guy or you can be like, oh, I like her. She sticks to her guns and her morals and... She's got something going Yeah, I think having, you know, being polite and having integrity in all kind of situations is really important. And I think something that's, it derives from our religion. And I think I speak a lot about it a lot. And I think that's where I'm inspired by. I think about the Prophet Sallallahu who was confronted with so many types of individuals, um, people that were assassinating his character in all fronts. Yet he stayed firm on the faith and he stayed firm in terms of his character and he always spread goodness. And that's not to say that, you know, there was no never instance that he was naive. He knew when someone was going to be detrimental for him, but he was strategic. And I think those things can coexist. You don't need to. You, you don't have to think that if I'm always kind, that people are going to walk all over me or take advantage of me. That's not the case. You learn from your lessons. It's not that I have never experienced someone taking advantage of me. I've had it multiple occasions. But I think it's where you can draw boundaries and you can exercise them. I need to and go as well. Sorry. Sometimes just let things go. Having being that, I guess we have to say the bigger person. Like you used the prophet as an example as well. If you you might know they're detrimental, you might know they're bad, but you have to think I'm just not going to let this affect me, or I can rise mm-hmm. above this, and I know how to deal with this situation. How do you let things go? Because I think that's a lot of people struggle with that. Okay, I think okay. So trying to give examples from like if you're in college or university or a workspace or just any kind of communal area that you might spend a lot of time that's not your house so I'm not giving home life as an example Mm -hmm. because if you have an argument with your your sister that's not the example I'm giving but if you're outside out in the real world or whatever doing whatever um, whatever you're feeling in that moment this is something I've actually felt as well like it could be rage anger everything you know people get infuriated sometimes it just happens but the minute you get yourself out of the actual environment, and I mean physical space, it helps so, so much. Just removing yourself from the situation. And I don't mean talking, removing, or met, I mean physical. Be out, be outside, be in your house, be in the library, be in a coffee shop, just somewhere else. Mm. For me, that really, really helps because suddenly it's like, Oh wait, there's so much more to the world. I completely forgot. Just just a reminder. You know, it's like a meme online where people say touch grass, which is a metaphor for like go outside the grass, nature, mm-hmm. life, life mm-hmm. is there, life is happening, other things are happening. Um but yeah, just taking myself out of that, or even like I said, going home and your mum tells you something as mundane as can you take the bins out? And you're just like, Oh yeah, like there's this whole other world that I have. That's not the other thing. The other thing is not my life. I don't need to I can let that go. And sometimes that, for me, that really helps me. That mm. really, really helps. And again, like I said, it could be any situation. I could be arguing with someone about parking 
And then 10 minutes later, I've obviously driven away and moved to, I don't know, I'm in my cousin's house. And I'm like, that's a distant memory. Like, I literally can let it go like that just by being in a different environment physically. That is one of my best techniques and I advise everyone out there. So you kind of proportion, make it into proportion of what you're going through. So, for example, in the grand scheme of things, that small kind of incident isn't something that's going to weigh heavy the entire entire day. However, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. however, in the instances where you can't escape it and it's something that's in your head and it's something that's, you know, um, weighing you down. How do you let those things go? Because that's something that's inseparable to you at that point and it's always on your mind. How do you let those things go? Maybe you can't. I just, I don't know. I I wouldn't say I'm an expert on letting things go at this stage. <laughs> but I, I feel like in terms of your character, you're someone that doesn't retain things and you, you don't hold... Well, I'm thinking about, like, say, with siblings, because you're at home. I can't remove myself from the situation. Sure. If I walk out, my mum's going to be like, calm down, sit down, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so if I had a uh, debate or fight or something with my sister, I felt like it was so big in that moment and it was going to be the biggest thing ever and I can never, ever let this go. Um, I don't know how I let it go. I think, for me, it would still be the environment thing even if it's moving to the next room or something mm. or busying myself with something else. Okay. Um, but also I think it's a reflect. It's, it's a reflection because you're like, where am I going to go with this? Where can we possibly... You think about the steps, right? You play it out in your head. Sure. What are we going to do? How are we going to solve this? What is me fighting or holding on to this going to lead to? Most likely nothing. Usually nothing. Usually if you hold on to that rage, anger, you're going to get nothing from it at the end. Just the broken relationship, probably. Nothing else. So if you really think of the steps, like where is this going to lead? Because you know, it's not a movie, you know, sometimes in your head. I don't know about you, but you start playing out these fake scenarios. Well, that's just me. And then it's like, you start thinking, yeah, I'm going to like shout there. I'm going to say this. You know, there's arguments when great lines come to your head. It doesn't happen like that. It's not going to, that's not what's going to happen. Well, it doesn't. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just thinking things through. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, where am I really going with this? What do I actually want in this scenario? That's really profound because um, I think when you're in that process, especially when you're having, when you're in heightened emotions, it's very difficult to actually be grounded and think about, okay, what will I achieve out of this? But the only thing that you can have a control over is physically removing yourself. That's a great advice. Yeah, physically remove yourself if you can from the situation. On that note, I have a question to ask you. Um, I need to ask you questions, Marion. Yeah, I'm going to ask you questions. Go on then. I'm hosting it. No, it's, it's, very, very, it's, it's a very great uh, is segue. freshly grounded? Yes, freshly grounded. It's a very good segue because the first question is, think about someone that you recently had a disagree, disagreement with. Without telling them who they are, share three amazing qualities about them. Okay, that's a really good question. And I'm going to ask you that straight back after I answer. Um, three amazing qualities. Um, it wasn't hard for me to think about the disagreement part. That was easy. Um, okay, so they are funny, on job, and most of the times a thoughtful person. It's my friend, and I'll tell her who she, who it is afterwards. You don't have to say who it was, but okay. <laughs> no, I will tell her um, after the show. Okay, so my yeah, one yeah. is generous. <laughs> okay, this person's generous. Um, this person is loving in their own way. It's not very explicit, but they're loving in some ways. And um, the third thing, amazing qualities. There's someone that um, is very punctual with prayer. That's amazing. That is something to look up to. Yep. That is so something to look up to. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Mariam, can I ask you the next question? Go, go ahead. Why don't I have the question cards? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so... Oh, am I just going with any question that's here? Yeah. What took you the longest to understand about me? <laughs> oh, I don't know because I didn't... Um... Misunderstand me. Yeah, I just felt like, no, I don't feel like there's been any instance where I thought, wow, I really need to think about how she is as a person. I think, I think. Why don't we reframe the question? Like, I think uh, in terms of answering that question, I think just understanding your personality. And the more I got to know you, the more respect I have for you. 
in terms of how, like I said, like you don't, you're, you're full of energy, you're very positive. Um, you don't seem to be the type of person that holds grudges. And, and or that's why I asked you about letting go because um, it just seems that you can only have a consistent positive energy if you don't allow negative energy to kind of overpower you. And this is what I see about you. And I, um, <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's made me laugh. But look at that, see? Um, you're someone that works extremely hard. Okay, thank you. You don't have to carry on. I feel like you've accidentally no, just gone into this. No, I think you work extremely hard and I think someone you're very ambitious and I'm so proud of you in terms of how you produced an entire documentary and I love how that this process that you talked about was over the show over the couple of months and how you were so passionate about getting into these sectors and you didn't wait for those opportunities to come to you. You made those opportunities for yourself. So thank you so much. That's my understanding and like how... Ah, oh, I appreciate that. Well, I should talk about understanding you. Can we go to the next question? Oh, uh, well, do I want to get to answer the question for you? It's up to you. Okay, then. Um, oh, this is really good. In what ways are you a difficult person? Um, you tell me, Sonia. Um, no, that's not fair. It's about <laughs> introspection. Okay. What ways am I a difficult person? Um, what do you think? I mean, you might not know. I might not know what's difficult about me. So, I think I have a lot of ha- emotions that are heightened. I think I'm someone that... And that might be because I have a lot of trauma, probably, and that informs my way of kind of thinking. But I think that makes me a challenging person sometimes because I sometimes become... I allow those emotions to sometimes dictate me, and this is why introspection is very important to kind of understand and position yourself in in situations to understand that this is an instance, this is your reaction, this is the consequence of it, um, and that's not to invalidate what your feelings are, but I sometimes I think that my emotions become disproportionate to the situation, so that makes me quite challenging. Uh, second thing that I think that makes me a difficult person is. Um, Oh, it's okay if there's only one thing. No, I, I'm going to think. Okay, you ask something. I think about something else. What's difficult about me? I um, think that's the most challenging thing about me. If someone had to intimately know me, then they'll know that this is one thing that I really struggle with. I think it's amazing that you have just reflected and figured, I put that in quotation marks because it might not be true, but figured out what you think is maybe difficult about you. And I think if everybody did that, the world would be a better place. Because it'd be good for us to know what is not so great about hanging out with us. Um, I don't know. I sometimes ask my friends for feedback. It's good to do that. Mm -hmm. And one time my friend did say to me, Sonia, it's like you had this thought that maybe other people had, but you shouldn't have said it. And I was like, okay. So sometimes it's about, and I am really working on this, not saying the obvious thing, even though it's obvious. <laughs> this is how I get that feedback a lot. You can't, yeah, sometimes. I know, I know, because it's, you know, you think it's obvious, everyone's thinking it, but you, you shouldn't say it all the time. And that, that's definitely something I think that's just your I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. And I... Um, I don't think you do it maliciously, though. I don't think any of our difficulties no, are so malicious. No, I don't think so. 90% of no. our people in this vicinity aren't malicious. Um but I, yeah, I think that's for me. Thinking about it, I've definitely got feed. We give each other feedback, me and my friends. I think it's a really good it's thing very to good. do. That's very yeah. healthy. Huh? That's very healthy. Healthy, yeah. Sometimes it's scary because then we start being like, well, we, well, you. And it's like, no, this is healthy. We are trying to help each other progress and we still love each other through this. Um, so the uh, word vomit or whatever, first thing, the first thing that comes to your mind, the obvious thing, that's one of my things. And. Yeah, that ties in with sometimes being offensive. So I might be offending someone. Um, but I do feel like you'd be the first to apologise. I try. I'm telling you guys, this is a hack. And I don't know if this... Don't always follow this idea. But um, just checking the time. I'm not running out of time. This is a hack. If someone's told you you've done wrong, mm-hmm. definitely listen. Listen. Don't try and talk. Don't justify it. If it is wrong, like you know it's wrong, it's accepted. Don't, don't just think, oh, well, I thought if it's wrong, it's wrong. But just say sorry. It's so simple. For me, I think that's one of the best things. Just say sorry. Or if they said sorry to you, you're like, they said sorry. They are apologetic. Be apologetic. Don't say it for the sake of it. But say it. Because once you do, you can just move on and you've learned from that experience. It's just a hack for me. Because if you don't say sorry, you're you're suddenly weird and like closed Mm -hmm. off. And I don't know. It's like, just accept it. You've accepted you're wrong. So just say sorry and move on. Say sorry fast. Yeah, there's no there's no need to hoard any feelings if you can just apologize because everyone yeah. every human being makes mistakes. 
um, and I think it shows that you're responsible for your actions and you and you care about that you value the relationship above what your ego is exactly if you don't value the relationship that's a whole other story Mariam before I continue with these cards I actually had a point that I just remembered on how you're letting things go or moving forward or just you know yeah and it's a silly one and it's becoming a bit of a meme but it's for me it was okay so it's this quote and you could bring Islam into it and I hope you do and the quote is it's not real so I love the situations you're in, and I know we're running out of time. I love the situations you're in and whatever argument you might have had and so on. None of it really matters oh. most of the time because it's not... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, There's always going to be something that's more important in life. Go on, you, you validate this for me. I think we should unpack that a bit more later on. Okay, but I thought we are running out of time. Um, so I think maybe in the next half okay. we can talk about like what you mean in terms of how do we put weight to situations and how does that define that um, and whether that reaction is I think all reactions are validated but we will discuss this in the next half um, so do join us and we look forward to hearing your contributions Assalamu alaikum Assalamu alaikum this is Atif Nawaz listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Assalamu alaikum everyone Welcome back to Sisters Speak In the first half of the show We talked about our reflections um, And then I think we're going to continue the conversation And then talk about our main topic today Which is about integrity and introspection So I'm just going to go back to Sonia's last thought um, Do you want to kind of carry it away? Okay, yeah, so, but I do need, like I said, um, Shahana, I need your help on this a little bit. Not Shahana, sorry, Mariam. Sorry, it was just the break time and I was talking to my friend Shahana. Shout out Shahana, I love you. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, also, if Irene joins online, that would be great. Um, we were just waiting for her, but if she comes, she comes. Sorry, Mariam. So back to the point I was saying earlier, because obviously our whole show is on introspection, mm-hmm. so we will be talking like this throughout the whole show today. And... Yes, I was saying a lot of things aren't real. And I don't, I mean that metaphorically. Because obviously it's real. Your feelings in that moment is real. Everything that happened was real. It's not fake. That's not what I mean. I mean that the world and life, I know it's such a, like, a, I don't know what the word is, existential way of thinking. But the world and life is kind of bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you have to leave things in the situation that they're in and think, is that gonna affect my actual life trajectory and where I'm going mm-hmm. and my path and mm-hmm. my dean and you know my faith my relationship with God like sometimes you do have to think like that I know it sounds like okay Sonia like you know when people say like are oh, you gonna die anyway it's silly I put that in quotation marks again because it's like okay but I'm still feeling upset now but actually sometimes you have to think that to yourself like actually none of this really matters I have my own journey and my own things to think about including faith, including, I don't know, my personal reflection and progress. And that's kind of what I mean. I didn't do a really good job at explaining it. And I will find the whole article where I read this before. Mm, I think I think what, like, my understanding of, like, your thought is just the proportionality, understanding what weight does this instance have in your, like you said, um, in the trajectory of your life. And that's not to say that it needs to be binary, that you completely dismiss your feelings. I think it's just attributing a certain amount of energy and weight that is conducive for yourself in terms of your well-being and in terms of what you want out of that situation. Um, And I think what it reminds me of is that whole essence of you you don't have control of your circumstances, but you have control of your reaction. Yes. Do you want to say that again? Uh, You don't have control over your circumstances, but you definitely have control of your reaction and I think that's something that's really powerful because you can recognize that your the way you kind of process things and the way you respond to things are the it's, it's going to elicit it's going to elicit certain emotions and so if you exercise introspection like we're going to speak about um, and you recognize actually this person has enraged me but if I keep lamenting on on this this actually is going to affect me negatively and I'm not going to feel great about myself and that's not to say that you can't have those feelings at that moment and you can't feel them and you can't be present, but it's just how much time are you going to give to that? Yeah, and again, that is an adult thing, I think. It's maturing. It's realising that I don't have to react with the first thing that I'm feeling. 
you know, the emotions and so on. It's like what you said, govern your emotions and is this old I know we've spoken about this before, but it really is such an important topic. And um this therapist wants I think I said it on this live radio again, it was like an old proverb that's like we run things, things now run we which means don't let things run you, you run things. You're in control of your mind and your reactions. Don't mm-hmm. let the circumstances change what you're going to do in that situation. And I think a lot of the times when you are present with yourself, you can understand like where's your reaction coming from? Do you is it because you feel entitled or is it because your boundaries have been crossed? You learn a lot learn a lot about let me try to say this again. You learn a lot about yourself in those instances and this is why we want to focus a lot on um introspection. So this will lead to my first question actually. So Sonia, how does introspection contribute to personal growth and self-awareness? Well, I mean, it's everything we kind of just have said because when you take time to think about your steps and mm. where a certain action is going to take you, that's introspection, then you it helps your personal growth because you're going to start changing the way you do things and changing the way you react to things. So just normal actions and that can help you progress in life. Absolutely. And I admit, and maybe on that note as well, can you like share a personal journey of introspection that led to a significant self-discovery or change in your life? Oh, no, I can't. I was literally bringing up the plan because I'm going to ask you the question. So can we put that question back on you? I didn't expect this to be like this, oh, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. um, can I share a personal journey of introspection? I think I'm someone that's very, someone that really values introspection. And I think... If I'm thinking about this year, I've faced a lot of challenges in terms of relationships and personal friendships and all of that type of things and understanding where do I position myself um, and those kind of relationships have elicited aspects of myself that I didn't, that I, thought, that I thought I took care of but actually it manifested in very ugly ways um, in a ways that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, and that made me think, okay, now actually I need to take a pause and understand myself a little bit more better and understand how does a person's um, dynamic impact me? And if I'm not comfortable with that, do I withdraw? Or how do I respond to it? Or how do I communicate? Whether how much, whether I want to kind of continue pursuing these kind of relationships and that type of thing. Um, and I think that's how I kind of recognize this. How do I compartmentalize different relationships in my life how much energy do I give to a person that makes me feel good that someone that inspires me someone that creates a space where I can cultivate good habits um and then in the same time how much energy do I give to a person who might not be able to provide me those things however there's someone that's significant in my life how much energy do I energy do I put to that so then I have a limited amount of energy and then there's people that I had to compartmentalize that I completely have to remove and I think that kind of process is something that I'm learning this year. Um, I feel like it's and it's, it's because I be, meet so many new people and I get inspired very quickly and I love learning and I love learning new things about people. Um, so I try to give people the time to understand them and I, I assume best of them. And then sometimes I think one of the, inspe- the kind of reflections I have is I think because I try to look so extensively on the good about person that I kind of become blinded of the qualities that are not they're quite quite self-destructive and I think that's something that I had to really internalize this year that I can have a good opinion of someone but however if they consistently show me that they've got destructive qualities it's okay for me to withdraw and it doesn't mean that I've judged that person it's just that's how they are in that moment and it's not healthy for me and however they kind of navigate their life that's God's judgment I don't need to I don't need to attribute to, to that or contribute to their lives um so yeah, I think that led to a huge change in your life. That's I think I'm on that process. And it's similarly like similarly I think the same thing has happened where I've met people that have consistently very good character and they've had integrity and they've withdrawn completely and they've become reticent. However, my reaction could be I could be very negative. However, I just want to feel like have assumed best of them. And I think that's something that I feel like when you don't go through both kind of areas where one person has treated you so badly and you have to and you just assume best of them um and it's gone really negatively uh you you kind of learn that balance so for me it's just kind of learning from those processes i think this year i learned a lot about people um i think it's an ongoing thing i think it's amazing that you 
think about these things again i know what this that's what this whole show is about but it's only because of radio i've genuinely think that i've actually thought thought about my actions and the things i do and so on or maybe it was going to happen as i grow older anyway um but yeah i think you've made some really good points in terms of obviously when you meet new people and how you react and the assumptions you make and all of this stuff like it's something that you should make note of and mm-hmm. think about how you're going to be in these situations so thank you for that maria yeah, i'm the host now i want to add one more no- go ahead note uh thought on that i think one of the things i really have reflected this year on is how i feel around people if i'm feeling like i have to shrink to someone that i'm not and i can't be my authentic self then i should not be in that company that is so perfect i i wish everyone could hear that right now because a lot of us change who we are or like you said shrink we just aren't ourselves in any format and if you are that's not nice that's not comfortable mm-hmm. and it's a lot of energy and a lot of work so you shouldn't have to do that and there's going to be a space for you that exists so you don't and those to. people are the people that are going to help you um you know reach your ambitions and they're going to cultivate a safe space for you but you should never shrink around the company around you you don't need extrinsic validation to be yourself and that's why introspection is so important because once you recognize your own uh, principles and you recognize what makes you happy then everyone else's opinions won't sway you so i think that's really really important thank you so much maria and are you going like to host this now you know yes, ask the i'm going to host this now okay. over to you sonia thank you so much and um, going to look at the next question which are what are some practical techniques or methods for individuals to engage in introspection effectively so i think when we're thinking about introspection you're thinking about yourself and how you respond to things and how to react to things i think another element is again what your core beliefs what your principles are what your values are and even in another area is your emotions understanding your emotions because people feel emotions differently and whilst they all have overarching kind of same definitions how i feel happiness is going to be different to you and how i feel anger is going to be different to you and how that manifests is going to be different so understanding how your emotions impact you and impact the people around you and how that is elicited is a aspect of introspection so i think recognizing those things and the way you recognize it is you evaluate yourself you evaluate evaluate yourself in situations where you have to you've been confronting something that is challenging or you've been confronted with someone that's hurt you how did you respond to that and how did that make you feel um do you have any sorry to interrupt but like any actual practical methods like do you would you say sit down and think about it or write it down or no i think that's a process what right what is it would you so think, first yeah. you need to find understand yourself there's no effective method unless you understand yourself so you have to for me personally it's about understanding those areas so your emotions um your values understanding just completely understanding yourself and then the effective method is really evaluating yourself because you the way you can the way you can ascertain yourself is looking at your own life and reflecting okay in these instances i responded to responded to situations like this um and i think it's it's really different like it's very i think there isn't a one standard method because everyone does it def- differently but it's just having that space and being present it's very important thank you yeah i think i understand that it's like you said it's more important to understand yourself first and then those rest of it will come to you naturally um so the next question i'm going to say first i'm happy to answer a question sure. as well um and it's in the integrity side because okay. i just want to touch on that a little bit yeah um so first of all i if you want you can give the like kind of definition of what integrity is or what it means to you I think it's just having a strong essence of morality and principles and allowing that to dictate and inform your world view and how you interact with people. Okay, that's really good. Thank you. Um so when I think of integrity, right? Because I work in I I've not even just work just in real life like like you, you come across so many different types of people. That's natural, right? Yeah. And you can kind of tell what well, in your own opinions mm-hmm. and experience perspectives sure. um who has moral values that align with yours who's got a lot of integrity or what you believe to be integrity um and you 
you can kind of judge or not judge but like you make your own kind of opinions and feelings about people depending on their integrity that mm. is that is what i believe right so uh, the question is how does introspection intersect with maintaining integrity it's a lot uh you can go first if you wish you going to go first um well to be honest i just wanted to talk a little bit about um what we were talking about so like introspection we've got so like thinking about how you react to things thinking about actions thinking about um how you deal with the situation that is so essential to integrity because when you don't kind of hold on to those things where's your morals where's your principles and what are you standing for again like who are you what's important to you when you don't have that you don't have any integrity because we we don't know what it is what what matters to you and again i do think that is part of becoming a bit older and become not older but like becoming an adult and maturing because you actually have to think about these things because people are going to look at you and treat you a certain way because that's how the world works and you're going to have to go into places where people don't know you so your first impression might matter a lot so you need to know these things about yourself you can't figure it out every time you be in a new place you should know these things about yourself and know how you want to handle a situation so you don't have regrets as well i think that's very important you don't want to leave a place or a situation and think totally messed that up or I regret how I dealt with that situation that's why introspection is so important for your integrity because you can say true to yourself and think no I I know how I dealt with that that's me that's my integrity that's how I deal with stuff and mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of my opinion on the situation yeah I think it's really interesting what one of my reflections on that is I love how our religion provides that for us it provides us those structures in place um in terms of having we have a moral code for us to follow and we have to adhere to that yeah. simultaneously we have to be reflective um and we even do that through prayer we you know five times a day we punctuate a day by praying to god and to reflect and i think those things are really intertwined because one hand you are submitting yourself to a greater power than yourself and ultimately allah and at the same time you're taking the onus on yourself to be reflective and take be proactive in terms of making sure that who interacts with you they don't have a negative as they don't feel negative around you because you're someone that's going to um emanate positive energy so i think for me those things are very intertwined because you have to like you said you have to know yourself first to be able to understand what values you uphold um and that's why integrity for me is something that i really really up try strive for because i think when you have integrity and when you strive to have um adhere to certain morals and principles that's going to dictate and shape uh even how you have compassion towards yourself as well um and i think that's really, really important because it's not just about how you t- interact with others it's about how you interact yourself and how your world view of yourself yeah that is very true and thank you so much for answering the question as well um I want to talk about like a real life kind of situation. I know it's going to be hard, but if you can think about a time where even catch a situation where it was so crucial for someone to uphold or not uphold for like introspection was crucial for someone to uphold their integrity. Do you want to answer that? I think that's quite loaded for me. I I think it's I think that can happen to anyone at any time as well like I gave myself as an example and again I go back to the whole thing of you don't want to walk away from something and regret it mm-hmm. you don't always want to be thinking I didn't like the way I dealt with that you know and always constantly be thinking and you know have anxiety because it can cause yourself some stress again it's about you about how you are dealing with it so you can cause you stress in the situation because you're always worried or always wrong in quotation marks because mm. it might seem feel wrong to you i think that's again why it's so important to just have your own morals no one's going to give them to you um although you did mention obviously we are lucky in our religion in islam we have that mm. um so use that if you don't know where else to turn to and you don't know what kind of guidance and pathways to follow that's there for you um and then branch from there and think oh yeah i quite i can resonate with that um it reminds me of i had a work colleague and she is not a muslim she was a christian and her name was victoria and i'm saying it on radio because it's fine what i'm about to say is a good thing and she was so so polite 
like from the minute I met her. And sometimes the things she was asking for wasn't necessarily something you needed to be polite about. Um, but it was always, may we, may I, um, do you mind if? And she didn't have to. These people weren't her bosses or managers or anything. It could be a colleague, it could be me, it could be someone beneath her. It could be, mm. you know how things are in workplaces, structures and so on. Nothing to do with that. She was polite in all aspects of her life. Lunchtime, may you please pass the mayonnaise or whatever. And that was just so little things like that and I was like do you know why because you can never hold her and say well, she was rude or I didn't like the way she said that about me or anything and hopefully she would have never regretted it when she went home any situations that she might have been in or come across mm. because she knew she dealt with it with a way that she has always spoken and she's always been polite and that's her like you know that's her integrity in a way I love that I know and I was just thinking about that so I mean we all strive to be like that that's how I would like to be I know. So I think it's that's so important. Like I said, that's an example as well, real life situation. And I'm sure that introspection was done one day when she was maybe younger or a child or any time. I don't know. She must have thought to herself, you know what? I always want to say, may I or can I? I always want to be polite no matter who the person is. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing to have. I'm not doing that now. <laughs> yeah, we can try. <laughs> we can try. Um, but yeah, I think even little things like, are you always going to greet someone when you see them? As well, that's just part of it. Little things are part of that, right? It's very, very intrinsic in our religion. Yes, exactly. So I, until I worked in my workplace, that workplace, I never knew that everyone kind of salams each other. I, it's, mm. I know it's normal now when you think about it. Like, of course you do. You just greet someone, salam alaikum. It's not even a thought, right? But for me, before I didn't do that, and it's not wrong or anything. It's just something I didn't do. And now when you do it, you're like, that's a nice thing to do. Maybe that could be part of my kind of, you should have a little pack in your mind of these are the things that I do no matter what. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I think for me as well, like, I really think about how do I come across and being polite. I really, really like it when people are polite and it makes me feel like you just narrate the story. It just makes me feel like, how can I, how can I use that example and put that into my own kind of, um, interactions and like how am I going to do that tomorrow like how, how can I do wow. that because I think it's just it's such a beautiful example because and it also makes me think about how the Prophet them when he was given prophethood um, no one can assassinate could assassinate his character it's actually in Surah Furqan they can only just they called him a magician because they could not they had no reason to kind of assassinate his character so wow. they just had to say he was a magician he's doing magic yeah so uh, even if they want to slander him you can't yeah. because that person has consistently showed good character and i think when you when you humble yourself that's when when you can able to understand that you do have value in yourself but you value the people around you and you understand that you're not entitled and that's why you ask those questions you're polite because you're valuing other people around you and you're giving them that significance so I think it's really important. That's amazing. And I actually just want to touch on something you said, because you said it in the first half of the show. Life has humbled me. Do you want to talk about that a little bit before Life. we end the show? Yeah, so I think just generally, I, I feel like as I'm growing older and as I'm going through situations, um, and it's not even like, I think the last year was even more challenging this year. I wouldn't even say I have, it's not nowhere near in terms of like the gravity of things, but it's just... I feel like as time is going and the more understanding I'm, I'm gaining from situations, the more it's humbling me and the more it's kind of, it's kind of a, my reaction to things is becoming kind of subdued. I don't feel like I need to react to a lot of things anymore. I just try to understand and empathize and allow those kind of qualities that I've always wanted to cultivate. I feel like now I'm more in tune to that because I'm, I'm starting to see that more consistently into in terms of so but how would you say because saying the kind of phrase life has humbled me a lot of the times people see that as a negative no i think it's like the best thing that's happening to me i think life is humbling me i understand that allah has given me a purpose in my life and of course i'm going to be held accountable and that's that accountability i feel like is it's kind of dictating everything me in terms of like how I interact with people, how I interact with myself, um, how I even just go through my day, um, and even in terms of like the kind of situations I have, like I understand I'm a human being and I will make mistakes, but then it's humbled me enough to understand that actually I need to say sorry, I need to take accountability. Similarly, if someone's wronged me, I just want to assume best of them because life has humbled me so much to the point where I just feel like, but why should I like That's think so negatively? That's so beautiful, Mario. That so, is so amazing. 
Yes. Yeah. We should all be humbled from time to time. Yes, life is really humbling. <laughs> a humbling experience. It's such I'm a humbling sure, experience. Honestly, in these situations, I know I've said adult and maturity a hundred times, but I do think of like our parents and our uncles and aunties and just older people that we know in life because a lot of their... They become more quiet as they go older. But it's, I, don't, I don't mean quiet as in volume. As in low. volume, no. It's just your understanding, your wisdom. They wisdom. Age doesn't necessarily mean wisdom, but I'm glad that it usually does. Put it like that. Sometimes you don't see it in people and you're like, where's the wisdom in you? But people can be young and wise and I think you're getting there already. Alhamdulillah. I, I, think, um, I think what it is that you understand human beings to be human beings. And so if you were in that position, you might have reacted in that same way and their circumstances. And that's not to justify their behaviour, it's just to humanize them and understand them and so at that point you can withdraw yourself because you know that you can't rationalize with them and negotiate with them and their energy is going to make you feel negative or you can communicate with them you have that choice at that point and I think that's something that's really humbled me because I know I have that choice wow and life humbles everyone like no matter who you are where I think you it's are. a positive I don't I, I've never seen it to have negative connotations do you well, want to talk I, about I, that I have seen it I don't think it but I've seen it like um it's a situation where, I don't know, you might have money or you might have something and then something goes wrong and you're like, well, I've been humbled. So that's the kind I of... Know, for me, it's like a reconfiguration because you realise what's important in terms of your priorities. That's really good. That's a positive way to look at it. I think, in general, the word humble is supposed to be a good thing. We are supposed to be humble, right? Yeah. So it should be a positive thing when you say, life has humbled me. What do you think, Marion? I think I absolutely right. I think we've covered a multiple things in this show, um, and we haven't even touched the uh, other aspects. But we were introspective. We're being introspective, um, and I think personally for me, I think for anyone out there as well, just take them time to understand yourself and give your space, give yourself space and scope. And even if you're friends with someone, also give them, them that feedback as well. I think it's really important. And what you mentioned, having friends that can can actively tell you that this you know this is something that you can work on and we can work on it together yeah i think that's a good mark of a good friendship um and secondly in terms of integrity i think we can do multiple shows on that because refined amount of character is something that's within our religion so thank you sonia for your contributions thank today thank you mariam thank you for listening to everyone and we hope to see you in the next show alaikum. thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.